I'm not saying anything until you say something. That's all I got. That's all, that's all you got? That's it. That's it. I mean, that's, that's the show. Oh, and fire Joe Missoula. Right now, I'm going to call 98.5 The Sports Hub and give my opinion. They were really going in last night. I'm not going to lie. They were really going in last night. You passed me that link, and it never came into my See, Here's the thing. As much trolling as I do in a good amount of these series, and some of it's actually, you know, realism. Some of it's actually my, my actual thoughts about certain teams. I have never been sadistic enough to call the hotline and listen to people getting their takes off, actually li- literally call into the hotline and actually say something. Shout out to the two people that actually called in and played Pitbull Fireball. I wouldn't expect that to be the Heat theme song, but I've never been sadistic enough. That actually surprised me. That inspired me. I am a fan of the Boston Celtics and have been for, uh, wow, 20 years now, like since Paul Pierce and Antoine Walker days. And, um, you know, I know the Boston sports fan, especially in the last two decades, has been one of the most uh, insufferable, um, obnoxious sets of fans in the land. And um, last night, you know what? Listen to that was just like, sometimes these guys deserve it. Um, you know, I, I definitely was enjoying the, the prank uh, calls from the Miami Heat fans. But to tell you the truth, Mark, this just boils down to um, nobody on this team, I don't think. And, you know, this may be a hot take or first take uh, fodder, but there's no dog on this team, man. Nobody's scared of nobody on this squad. Joe Mazzu was like, all right, guys, come on, we're going to get it done. It's like, whoa. don't do, don't do fresh haircut, man. Like that, he had a fresh cut. He had a fresh cut on Friday. He was ready for what did Rich Boy say? Fresh cut, ready for the freaks. Hey, man. He well, he needs to be ready for uh, opportunities come July or June. It's over with. It's a, come on, man. Unless unless Jason Tatum like snaps out of it, because I mean, hey, he is kind of like up and down. He'll have a great performance, like in Game Seven or that game. He was it was a Game Five. He was having a shit game. He just like woke up in the fourth quarter. Or was that game six? One of the two. But um, yeah, man, it's just he's just on and off, man. I just I I've been seeing it for years now. Some people are saying, oh, he's just 25, Jalen's 24. They've got enough, more than enough on the job experience, you know. I think I think, and I'm gonna have to fact check this, but I think by 25, Kobe Bryant had like three championships. Granted, he had Shaquille O'Neal and other, you know, veterans around him, but mm-hmm. just saying, that's just, you know, for those out there throwing around age. I'm not saying a single piece of word yet. By the time that everybody hears this episode seven of Recut Gems, of course, thank y'all to the Cutters for tuning in for another week. By the time that you hear this, game three would have passed. And tonight actually is going to be game four between the series, depending on what happens between three and four as of right now. We'll obviously end up finding out and you would have heard from myself and A Plus Online already. But I'm not saying a single damn word yet because I know how this goes. You start going two wins away, two wins away, two wins away, and then all of a sudden it's four straight. I'm no, no. If that were to happen, I'm pulling a cane. <laughs> I'm just letting you know right now. I'll do it live on Twitch so everybody can watch it. I'm putting it straight to my neck. I will light myself on fire if it happens. I'm letting you know right now. I'm not playing these games. 
I've stayed far away from these games for the past two series. I'm not tempting any basketball gods between now and any other possible series that can happen after this. You know, and once you said that to me yesterday, you said, you know, the guarantee you put out there just now. I said, oh, it's in the bag. <laughs> 25 plus years ago when Kane laid that, actually 25 years ago this year, when he laid down that guarantee. And um, obviously Austin won. But, um, you know, I mean, obviously, obviously Austin lost, excuse me. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I, I, I'm just disgusted with my team, man. I almost, you know, kind of wish they lost in the last round if they're going to come out of here and do this, you know? <laughs> I think it would have been even worse. If if game six last series between the Celtics and the Sixers, if it were to go the way that it were and Tatum actually continued to play on the on the path that he was at that point in time, I think the slander would have been like really bad. Like to the point that I think the trade talk that a lot of Celtic fans hate would have actually started getting a lot more sprouts, especially throughout this summer. The coach thing is one thing. The coach thing is super easy. But if that were to happen the way that it did, in game six, and Philadelphia makes their way to the Eastern Conference Finals, I think more Celtics fans would be like, all right, we tried to get away from this. Let's just go ahead and trade one of them, huh? I don't, that's a terrible, terrible Boston accent. I don't have a Boston accent. But but that's still a bad I, – I don't. I wish they wouldn't go that route. I think it's more of a coaching thing because, I mean, you're talking about a team that's just one year removed from being Eastern Conference champions. And um, there was something about the pedigree of this team, I think, that's a little bit different with the same personnel this year. And obviously the coach – is the one difference. That's the biggest difference. So, mm. yeah, I mean, you just you just see it, man. Like, the rotations are not even, like, sturdy in this time of year. You should have, like, eight or nine-man rotation you know you're going with. And you're just, like, trotting out new people. Like, come on, man, Eastern Conference Finals, are you kidding me? Like, it's, ah, I, I don't know, man, I'm frustrated. But you know what? It's cool, man. I'm already, I'm not punting, but I'm so close to punting. So well, well, there's going to be a lot of choices. At least there's going to be a lot of choices. You have more than enough very quality coaches. Do you like, um... Uh, I would, I would, I was gonna ask if he liked Nick Nurse, but I think Nick Nurse is. I, they kind of tied him towards Milwaukee as of right now. I'm not sure if that's gonna. I'm not sure if that entices you a little bit as far as a new head coach. Hey man, they need, they need a father figure, man. Go get money. You know what I mean? Get money. Go get money, man. Go whip them boys into shape. Okay. Budenholzer. I, think- I mean, if that's what you guys want to do. It's Budenholzer. I said I don't even know how Budenholzer sound. But, uh, that's your that's your Budenholzer. <laughs> I just think Budenholzer was like, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not a lie, guys. I mean, uh, I mean, it does take steps, you know. Oh, you know does. what he said? <laughs> Why are you guys kicking me out? It works. Oh, it's cool when they do it. Problem when I do it. <laughs> Fuck them, birds of a feather. By that time, by that time, the door's already closed. Yeah, Mike, please. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you are acting belligerent right now. Cool when they do it. Problem when I do it. Fuck them. Just bringing stuff up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. As of this recording right now, game three is about to be underway with the uh, Denver Nuggets at Staples or Crypto. The Big Crip. The Big Crip. I can't yell that out loud. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. For anybody that's listening and has affiliations, please. I'm not. I forgot. (laughs) Whoops. Whoops. As As I wear, I meet the Woo shirt. Did you hear the opening, um, like starting lineups for uh, game one and two in Denver? They showed that on um, was it on ESPN? What happened with them when they announced uh, Jokic? It was just like they brought him out. <laughs> I want to see if it's the. 
It's the old theme too. Oh, for the love of God! Yeah, I mean he he is the big Jokic. You know what I mean? He's like he's he's Walter, not Gunter. <laughs> if they were to ever even think about doing that, I already think ESPN is very shameless. Yo, shout out to Barkley, huh? Shout out Barkley was like. Hey, I don't know what they do on the mother TV's days. And I'm going to let you know, Mike Malone, we fuck with you. <laughs> right. I don't know what they do over there. I was like, Barkley, okay. Yeah. He said, we ain't even got to do, you know, you ain't got to talk about that who ain't talking about you. We talk about you over here. We fuck with you. I'm like, wow, okay. Sometimes it has to be said, man. There's a lot of shameless things that go on, especially with the, with the, with the second round of the NBA playoffs. I had to watch Stephen A. Smith hug a wall that had a blue and orange logo on it. Yo, he's such a, uh, 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 I guess a, a homer is the right word to use here, but he's like a bandwagoner. Because I don't know if he was predicted orange and blue skies in, in March. You know what I mean? Or April. And there's, yeah, there's like a civil war. There's a lot of civil wars. between. I thought there was just civil war between Heat fans. I have to discuss what that actually is by the time that the season ends, whenever the season ends for the Miami Heat. The civil wars between fans. And I didn't really talk too much about the Knicks series. I do want to say... For the long-tenured, uh, rational, nuanced Knicks fans that may have been offended by my grouping of them in a basket, I completely understand and I apologize. It's the side talk NYC fans that y'all even have an issue with. So I'm like, okay, we're on the same rapport here. It's the, yo, KD, don't you wish you come to the Knicks? You don't like, you don't like the, that subset of fans? The LeBron James, when you come to the finals? Break that shame energy, my nigga. It's the Nick fan. It's the Nick fans in the gray hoodie and the and the and the and the boat shoes. They'll, they'll put the they'll put the they'll put the Nick jersey, and it's not even like an Allen Houston joint. It's like a Jeremy Lin, yeah, or it's a Hardenstein for a jersey for sure. Over the gray hoodie and uh, the 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 pants, the the what is it? The khaki, the khaki shorts, the Dockers, yeah. the boat, yeah, Dockers, boat shoes. It be them Nick fans. Y'all got an issue with them too? So we got the same. We got the same issues. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We have the same issues. Denver wise, I'm sure a lot of Lakers fans have those issues. Just know if you even think, where's the hard cam? Okay, yeah, there we go. <laughs> if you even think of having Mike Malone, if Denver somehow makes their way into the NBA Finals, I'm not, I'm not guaranteeing any series yet. Anything can happen. LA can knock out two. Denver gets five. LA gets six and seven. The same shit can happen in Miami and Boston. Do not put anything on my name, basketball gods, that I am saying anybody who's going to the NBA Finals. But if Denver makes the NBA Finals and ESPN puts Mike Malone out there and he says, ladies and gentlemen, I demand respect. I hope (laughs) it's got to sound like Rocky, whichever one they were doing the Cold War shit in there. (laughs) It's got to sound just like that in my in Miami or Boston almost caught me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. In Miami or Boston, <laughs> you thought you caught me, basketball guys, you bastards. Hey, the court is sacred, according to uh, Coach Malone. So we'll see. I feel like Jokic would try and get off a court is sacred type of thing too. Yes, and I'm not buying it. Anthony Davis, LeBron James, it is up to you.
Please. I don't know what's going to happen tonight or Monday night by the time. Well, patrons have already heard this episode already. So games three and four would have passed by the time anything that happened. I would think that the Western Conference Finals is not over. I would hope that the Western Conference Finals is not over because the takes are going to be so, so damning and so disrespectful. And that's not anything that Lakers fans want to hear right now. I mean, packing up the Celtics and the Lakers in the conference round, the conference final round. Oh, man, you already know the uh, the armchair TV execs are going to come out the woodworks. I don't know about that. ABC's not going to like this matchup. Yeah, that's going to happen. Enjoy the Niels- Enjoy the sound scan ratings. Enjoy the Niels- Enjoy the Nielsen. Who the fuck are you to talk about some, <laughs> some damn TV ratings? What the hell did you give a shit? Oh, gosh. Do you care if Jeopardy Masters is on or not? Or fuck it. I don't know. America's Funniest Home Videos. You don't make a dollar off their schedule. Shut up. People that actually want to discuss the parody of, well, I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm not watching a single minute of coverage if it's this NBA Finals. But they're the main people that are going to wish that there's a mixture of people fighting for championships. Yeah. All, unless it's somebody that they don't like or if it's a team that they don't like, then all of a sudden it's, oh, my poor little TV ratings. We need Celtics Lakers 80, 85. We need that all over again. Please do it. The TV oh, ratings are coming in. You need a new TV deal. We're going to expand to Seattle and Las Vegas, and this is just going to hurt business. Don't forget the script. I'll oh, brother. Oh, my God. Y'all believe this? I saw some. I was like, I looked at the picture. I was like, yo. And dude, and I wanted to ask the person that posted, do you believe this? Because if you do, unfollow. <laughs> what was that from? Lake Show, yo? Here go the script, y'all. <laughs> Lo and behold, it was Lakers winning the, the, the NBA Finals in whichever amount of games. Lo and behold. Just terrible, man. Like, come on, man. People just want to Vince McMahon it up everywhere. <laughs> it's not true, man. It's not true, okay? But then, but then we'll be like, Y'all really watched this in 2023? Wow, I didn't know it was this good. I didn't know it was this good again. <laughs> I would definitely do that. Oh, you still watch NBA? You know nah. it's rigged, right? Oh, my God. That is that is hilarious. That was Kodak Black a couple years ago when he said, I don't watch sports no more. All this should be rigged. <laughs> watch NBA? Hey, look what they drop. You see they tucking their neck at the bottom, right? You see when they tuck their neck when they drop? Right. You can see, like, you know, flopping, like, they talk about it, but you know, it really is fake. He didn't touch that man. Now, why's the referee? Why's the referee? Hey, slow it down, slow it down, slow it down. Look, 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 look. There's a notepad in his pocket. You don't see that, but I see it, because I've been watching that. See, you don't have 4K. It's a call foul at 133 left, and it's 132. Where he at the line? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which fan base. I don't know which which uh, which uh, side of the city that this is actually actually from. Knowing that the NBA is rigged. Oh my god, man! I'm tired of hashtag the script. Tired of it. NBA discourse, man, in a very bad in a very bad space. It's one yeah. of the more worrisome things that I think um, fans are going to have to talk about for these next couple of weeks. It's bad. It's bad. It is. It is. Shout out to the NBA for at least moving the finals up from 9 o'clock to 8.30 Eastern. That is going to help out if we're going to talk about ratings for mm-hmm. one. It's going to help out with going to sleep at a decent time. And I need to work on that, too. 8.30 has actually been pretty good. I would love at 8. If it was at 8 and going into like 10.30, I think most of the Eastern, um, the East can rejoice. Yeah. Because that would end by like around 10.30 or so. <laughs> West Coast wise, it would end seven thirty, which 
psych. That's just still crazy to me. Like you finish a, your football Sundays over at what eight o'clock at yeah, the <laughs> like that's just the craziest thing ever. Like you just go to get to enjoy your night after I don't know twelve plus hours of football. That's crazy. You watch um, uh, Sports Center starts cutting on. You start seeing the glasses. Hey guys, it's midnight, late night. Time to talk about what happened throughout the day. And like, nigga, it's nine o'clock. <laughs> right. That's nuts, man. It's still crazy. It's crazy. It's one of the lucky things. It's one of the lucky things uh, being on the Western Conference. But who knows on the Western Conference, the West Coast, not the Western Conference. Too much NBA on the brain. Who knows what's going to happen within the next week? And by the time that you hear us again on Recut Gems, by that time, it'll be past Memorial Day. It should be June. Let's double check. And the final start when June 1st? Uh, it should yep. be. I want to say, yeah. Yep, it'll be June. Wow, summer's already here. Yeah. Summer is already. I pretty, I personally think summer starts at Memorial Day. So Memorial Day next week. Yeah. We've already prepared pretty well throughout the summer. Um, and talking about the summer anthems last week on AMP. The return of Black Print Radio, season two of Black Print Radio with J5 and Josh Pease. If you did not get a chance to tune in with it, we have a clip for free on YouTube. You can hear us talk about the summer of 2011. That was part of our uh, one-hour conversation, what we usually do on AMP. If you want to listen to the whole episode, it's available for you as a printer tier patron at patreon.com forward slash black print. But we're going to be talking um, more about the summer, of course, throughout the summer. 2023 is going to be a pretty interesting time. I think we would say as far as music, even though not many people can call it surprisingly enough, the one thing that I actually caught that son of a bitch chat GPT on, <laughs> I caught it. What'd you catch? I finally fucking caught it. Went on chat GPT. You and I, as we can share with everybody that's listening right now, have had loads of fun yes. doing some nice booking. Oh, yes. It is, it is taking up too much of my time currently. I have to get away from Chad GBT. Have you, have, you, uh, have you moved out the realm of booking rap and wrestling throughout the past couple I'm, of days? I'm kind of stuck on, like, Hulk Hogan, man, because it's like they get Hulk Hogan down to a T, man. I had him, like, slinging uh, Popeye's Ghost Pepper Wings. <laughs> um, what else did I have Hulk doing, man? I mean interviewing young scooter um aew owner tony khan they get him like perfect i almost think like he is ai how they get him perfectly but um <laughs> oh man no, I, I gotta get away from it I haven't, I haven't expanded my horizons just yet on chat gpt so i typed in what are the current rap choices for 2023 song of the summer oh wow okay i want to hear this chat gpt told me as an ai language model yes yes I don't have real-time data or access to current right. events beyond my September 2021 knowledge yeah. cut off. I noticed that. I did notice that. However, typically, the song of the summer is determined by popularity and chart rankings, which can vary from year to year. It's best to check recent music charts or consult music streaming platforms to discover the current rap choices for 2023 song of the summer. They would have the most up-to-date information on popular rap songs at the moment. Gotcha, bitch. Gotcha. Gotcha, bitch. Gotcha. You don't know everything. Even though I asked you what were the top three choices, the top three best songs on Monster, and you chose Fuck Up Some Commas, and what was the second one that you picked? You got Cody and Crazy, right? But you picked Fuck Up Some Commas. I can't agree with you there. And you picked, I think you picked Monster. Which Monster, good record. Good record, I must say. Very one of the choices, though. Yeah, exactly. The title track is... uh. 
scary yet hilarious record of uh, I forgot how they how they how they actually describe monster future rapping at a frenetic pace like oh what he's not even rapping fast shut up fuck I don't be trusting these hoes I just be fucking these hoes is one of the lyrics <laughs> from an incredible record from future they try to pitchfork it up just a bit nah 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 you didn't pick my savages you didn't pick hardly but summer wise it did not know what the song of the summer in 2023 was we're gonna try and see if we can figure it out just a bit before we do so though you actually met a lot of people who could possibly have the song of the summer last week how did that go yeah, so we had our um our Urban One or Radio One Blitz in Atlanta last week, and um, it was pretty interesting, man. We had a lot of um artists from different labels come in and, and present. Uh, Big Boss Vet from St. Louis, man. I've been a fan of hers for a couple years now, but she's on Republic, and she was kind of like the highlight of the Republic presentation where she uh presented, you know, her story. She told her story pretty much, you know, and I didn't know a lot about, you know, her come up from doing viral videos and remixes and freestyles and whatnot, and she just, you know, has a really genuine story, and I hope she wins. Um, Also, too, the Gamma presentation was by far the highlight, man. This is by far the highlight of the uh, Radio 1 Blitz. We had a lot of good presentations, but this one is just, you know, you got to have one of them that goes over the top. And that one put it over the top with uh, Larry Jackson's new venture. And he talked about, you know, a little bit about his vision for Gamma. And uh, he brought out uh, Sexy Red. It was like a St. Louis female rap takeover low key. Uh, Sexy Red, of course, has a contender for Song of the Summer. I think people are kind of like... Uh, I guess walling themselves off from Pound Town if you haven't heard it yet. But um she's st- the funniest shit she said, Mark, I ain't gonna lie. The funniest shit she said was the first word she said. She said, she looked around the room and she said, I'm shy, y'all. I said, No way. <laughs> no way possible. But she said it, she ain't. You never know, man. Artists can turn it on and off. But um after that, Larry welcomed LA Reed and Usher to the room. And they talked about their new venture, Dancing Animal. And uh, preview some songs he has coming out and hopefully in the near future. And um, it's it's kind of like interesting to hear Usher in the middle of, say, an adult R&B type of sound, which is natural because he's been in the game for a while now. Mm-hmm. And still kind of like, you know, balancing what's going on right now. So I'm I'm kind of interested to see where he takes it. But um, I know a new album is coming this year, apparently. So I'm looking forward to that. And By the, by the end of the year? By the end of the year, apparently. So Okay. We'll see. But um. Nah, it was a good time, man. Overall, a lot of labels presented. It was a lot of good music for once. I can't lie. Sometimes I'll be in there and like, okay, okay, cool, okay. But I mean, truthfully, RCA has always been one of the most consistent labels too. Like they do, they you know they do like artist development leaps and bounds better than most labels. And um, you, you can always count on RCA for having a strong R and B roster. And now with the Afro beat kind of blowing, you know, they've been like a leader in that as well. And they got a rap roster that's budding too. So I'm excited overall about uh, some of the music coming this this summer because it's been dry. It's been dry as fuck, actually, this first half of the year. So let's turn it up the second half, man. My advice to anybody starting an amp show would be start with the fun part. The best part about amp is talking about things you're excited about. But you got to take that leap. Just dive in. When music connects to you personally, it connects to your audience. If you want to be the number two show on amp, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, followed by... Download that. Be creative. Yeah, you can talk, gossip, play music. Talk about what you love. That's the beautiful part about AMP. What should I make my show about? Kind of like whatever the hell you want to hear, you know? If you're a creator, then it's just in you to just create things. I try to think about what I try to think about what usually like sparks a lot of these things and kind of like brings the rocket to be like, yeah, this should really be the song in the summer. And 
we talked last recut gems about some of the uh rap shows that are actually going out this summer some of the tours that are actually making their way through cities throughout the next couple of summers or throughout the, the next couple of months for this summer yeah i started thinking like man the big moments that used to be like uploaded from like summer jams and other big shows that do happen throughout um the next couple of months and things of that nature those would usually be the things that like skyrocket a lot of this and no lie summer jam within this uh it's gonna be june i think the next recut the year is gonna be yeah. right after summer jam it's a decent it's a decent lineup i must say it's yeah. a decent lineup i must say it, it kind of represents where we're at in, in, in music right now especially hip-hop where women are dominating dog it's a women dominated lineup of course cardi's headlining ice spice koi laray glorilla lola brooke i mean that right there is five artists outside of um Outside of Glorilla, all from the tri-state area too. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing, and that's showing you like you know some people think like man, New York hasn't really had that you know spot you know that spot in a while. But if you talk about female rap, it's like it's right there. There's the proof. They're able to sell out a show on the back of you know four women from the area. And, and Big Glow, don't get me wrong, Big Glow got a you know she had a hell of a year. We talk about song of the summer. She by far had the song of last summer. So mm -hmm. yeah. My dog, big trendsetter, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be able to see Koi on a stage of that. Did, did she, did she do Summer Jam before? I can't remember. She did Summer Jam last year. I remember, but I like Bob's man. I've heard some mixed reviews, man. I like that joint. But I ain't gonna lie. Koi's got Koi has. I try to be trying to tell niggas. Koi has records. I like how she actually nodded to. I don't blame it on TikTok, you bastard. Don't blame it on TikTok. It's something that's a little bit more better than that because she's got she's got the she's got the billboard positions yeah. that I think a lot of people would enjoy. Oh yeah, she got plaques. You know, she has singles at this point that are you know successful, not just one. You can't do with the what was it? Was it uh, no more parties at first? Mm -hmm. uh, Twin and them was successful. I'm forgetting the last one. Players has been really successful. Players was crazy. So she's really you know proving herself, man. She got more hits than pops. Think about it. Think about it. Just think about it. That's it. That's it. There's numerous contenders that I would say for the 2023 song of the summer. I don't know what's actually going to spark it off. Because last year on Blackprint, we had the combo of whether it was going to be FNF, whether it was going to be Wait For You, whether it was going to be um, from that. You brought up Afrobeats. Burner Boy also had a huge, 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 huge record that summer. Yes. I don't know if we're going to have those names within these next couple of months i would assume if it's been rumored that drake is going to drop something new i don't know if it's going to be a summer record again and he has at least in my mind one of the more memorable summer albums that ended up getting very very mixed reviews but ends up being one of the huge the, in my opinion one of the bigger highlights of what happened in summer 2016 with views i don't know if he wants to do i don't know if he wants to do that in 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 that type of nature again he can obviously if he wants to i heard cole on that summer walker ep he said that the fall off is still coming. That's something that could happen. Future has been talking about records that he's got with Metro Boom. And Metro Boom is about to drop the Spider-Man soundtrack, which I'm actually very, very excited for. I don't know if Future is going to lock in with Metro and actually do a, a project with that or if he just wants to drop something in general. Those are going to be some of the bigger names that I think people tune into within these next couple of months to try and see who's really going to hold this bitch down. Because right now, summer of 2023, we have a lot of records that we're having a 
loads of fun with. I don't think it's anything that people are trying to sell too hard or grit their teeth through and be like, mmm, delicious, and to try and, and try and sell it when they're like green in their teeth and it's just oh, it's so difficult from a, from that from that type of perspective of actually playing it. There's a lot of fun records, but I think people want that big home run name to try and knock it out and make summer 2003 as memorable as some of our more favorite years. We need our stars, man. We haven't really had a, a star-studded summer in quite some time. I don't know if we had one maybe since the pandemic's been, you know, since we've been in the pandemic. So we need, yeah, we need big name artists to step up. Um, Search and Rescue is kind of a cool song, but you know, it's not like a summer anthem. It's just like a cool song. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm excited to see if Drake's going to drop something very soon, you know, and, and just, you know, keep the energy up a little bit. It's like, it's quite, I said, Pound Town is like the only joint out here, which is telling you. The playing field is so wide open right now. Just, just, just accept it. That's what I. That's what I say about people that that are still kind of oh, pound town. Just accept it. Just accept. Just, just, just feel. Just feel. Just feel the energy. It's you, happened. You, you've never been out of town. Yeah, it's happening for a reason. That's the thing. People like you know sometimes don't get like when there's something that you may not like and it's like really like popular. You like they're like you too, you too. Like yo. <laughs> It's something about it, man. You may not want to get it because you can't really see the forest and the trees, but you know, it's like, you got to figure it out. It's something about that song that people like. I just can't believe you're talking about the lyrics that are on that type of record. You know, I, you know, you know, I bought, you know, I bought a little Kim hardcore, right? Like, yeah, you know, right. I, you think it's bad that I'm rapping about eating pussy while I watch cartoons in 1996. I can't talk about I'm out of town thugging with my rounds. Right. And if this poor, if this person say like North of 40, Let's just put the camera on them in like 89 or 90 when they were like the freaky tales or something by too short. You know what I mean? Let's just take them back so they can just, you know, smack themselves on the back of the head and, and remember some things. I met this girl. Her name was, oh, well, this nigga knows exactly what he's talking about. This is the real pimp shit. This how they, this how they really rap back in Oakland. <laughs> right. Right. Good, good old double standard. You never fail us. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand it. There's a there's plenty of enough choice, like you said. It's wide open. I'm sure. I don't know how it's looking like. Ra- I don't know how it's looking like radio wise. Like what is dominating? What is like dominating right now? I would say it's fair. I would say it's like a level field. Oh, I'm I'm tripping. Uh, once again, not in an upbeat, feel good, quote unquote, typical song of the summer, but somebody who's having like a massive moment as far as a hit goes right now is a uh, Tusi with favorite song. That's like it's a big deal. It's a big deal on the radio right now. I just heard because I ended up seeing his pre-order up um, on Friday when they when they did the new music Fridays. I saw he had a, a toxic version with Future on it, and I didn't hear the record yet, so I'm like, toxic version with Future. Let me play this, and then I heard it, and I'm like, okay, I can fuck with this. I've only li- I've only how can I say this? As much as I've wanted to listen to, I because I hear the name Tusi very frequently but i haven't tapped into a whole project let alone like a couple records but he had like a three he had like a three-piece one like a three-piece ep that dropped one time and i was like all right i'll fuck with this he had a record with him and jacques i'm like oh this is what everybody's talking about okay i I can kind of see that kind of see the vision here but then favorite song happened and i saw it was doing huge on tiktok huge 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 triple platinum on tiktok and i was just like uh, I'll probably hear it when I hear it. And then I heard the pre-order. I was like, this is a pretty damn good record. TikTok does it again. Right. right. Uh, you know, he's like, how can I, how can I explain Tusi? He's like a rapper turned singer. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty much who, who he is. I've never really heard him like rap. So I would say mm-hmm. it's more like, you know, he looks like a rapper, but he's a singer. 
Well, I'm very, very familiar with big legends that are rapper turned singers. Oh, yeah. I think he's gonna... No, I don't think he's going on tour. I don't think T-Pain's going on tour. Uh, either he just came off of tour or he's going yeah. on tour. One of the two. If he were to be... If he were to say, hey, guys, going on tour and I'm doing the trio, rapper turned singer, epiphany, and three rings. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going. Sign me up. Yeah. Sign take it. me up. Just take it. Take it. Just take it. I'll pay I'll pay whatever I need. Damn, is he gonna do the uh <laughs> the song on Epiphany we were just talking about the other day? The world keeps spinning <laughs> with the without me. <laughs> and I know it's hard to believe. <laughs> you can you can skip that one, okay? You just skip my Nah, he's not he's gotta do it. He's gotta do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you're a much better singer now, T-Pain, than you were 15 years ago, but you got to do it with the bad notes. <laughs> now I'm in the mirror like, ha, 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 But as long as I get, as long as I get the guarantees, I'm going to get the guarantees. I'm going to get, I'm sprung. That's guaranteed. I'm going to get bartender. I'm oh, going to yeah. get, um, buy you a drink. But if I can get going through a lot, if I can get, um, Put it down. If I could get, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sound like, a, I'm just gonna sound like a perv man naming some of these. So I don't know how far I should go into, <laughs> like, like these are gonna be perv man anthems. I can't just be like, yeah, you gotta play '69 for me, yeah. T Pain. <laughs> hey man, I didn't know you want to hear that. You want to hear that? Yeah. Damn, y'all want to hear that shit? '69. <laughs> y'all better have plans after this now. Nah. <laughs> right. right. No, I don't. Just do the damn record. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. In the back of my lane, doing the suicide though. <sighs> that's what you're gonna. That's what you're gonna hear from me. <laughs> oh my god! Guaranteed. guaranteed. T pain. I, yeah, I, I would definitely go to it. I want to see more of those like artists doing like he's gonna do this album. Or they're gonna do this album live in its entire yeah. almost. We need to get to that. As I mean, you, they do that in other genres. We've done it in rap, uh, hip hop, a little bit, but. We've got very like classic albums that we could just like go through like that. I mean, Ross can do it with a couple. Ross can do, hey, I'm doing, you know, the first the first four albums in my catalog, man. Mm-hmm. I go for that. I go for that. Jay Z really has some of the B sides. I don't know what he's doing about. I don't know what he's doing with that. because uh, he did two B sides. He still hasn't released the footage for the second one, which I think. So it got to be like a couple years old by now. Oh. I don't know what he's doing with that, but the concept of B sides is so fucking crazy. J Cole used to do it with with, with Dollar in a Dream, I think. Yeah, he would have fans come up, pay a dollar, and he would do those, you know, those those records that mean a whole lot to all the day one fans that have been listening to tapes and things like that. That's a brilliant idea. I think Jay Z leveled it up just a bit and actually made it a, a whole. Even though it's a very rare show, if you ended up going to either the first one or the second one of the show, but I think there's so many artists with catalogs that can actually do like a B sides. Like depending on uh, how you felt about Kendrick's album last year, is completely fine. If he were to do a B sides, I'm there. Yep. Guaranteed there. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, we're cartoons and cereal, uh, uh everything from like the overly dedicated, you know what I'm saying? All the all that type of stuff. Like yeah, those things he never does again. One of the biggest fucking regrets that I ever had. He went to Revolution out in Lauderdale. Oh wow. My boys went. And I wasn't kind con- I 
I don't know what it was. I kind of have to talk to 2011 Mark. I don't know what it was that was just like, watch the throne tour. Ah, y'all go ahead. Kendrick at Revolution. Wow. Yeah, y'all go ahead. The weekend's here for the first time out in Florida. He's going to do House of Balloons. Y'all have fun. I don't know what the fuck was going on in 2011, but I got to talk to myself. I still ain't forgave myself, as Tip Harris once said. Oh, you're the no-sell king in 2011. Three, <laughs> those three back-to-back? Jeez. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. And it's not like these would have been like my first shows. I think my, my first show that I just went to by myself and enjoyed it, Lupe did a free show out in West Palm. It was 2010. It was downtown West Palm Beach around that around the uh, Clematis area it, for the Quervo games. That's what it was. We used to have this thing called Quervo games out in West Palm. He did a whole show, and he was like, I want to talk to y'all for a minute. You know I don't drink. Yada, yada, yada. I'm going to donate my whole check. Make sure that y'all and it was like it was a it was a big it was a big thing of him like giving us a he gave us a little spiel he gave us a little thing of you know don't be out here wilding out and everybody's like play superstar sorry sorry shining down I don't even think I don't even think lasers was out yet I think he was still working towards hey guys can y'all knock on Atlantic's door and let them know that that we 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 could uh we could release lasers please I need y'all to speak up just a little bit more right a little bit more it was was my first ever show. <laughs> Lupe really was clever. Like, yes, yeah, so I'm gonna do a three, a triple disc album and get out of my deal. <laughs> Atlantic was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Prince, <laughs> go ahead and close that door for us when you get out. L U P end. He gave it away too early. He did, man. He should never said it. He gave it away too early. Tune in for the final album of my career, L-U-P-N. <laughs> Atlantic hit the brakes. <laughs> Tune in for the Lupe Fiasco finale, L-U-P-N. <laughs> Will anything happen? I guarantee you it won't. <laughs> what did he just say? <laughs> Get with Salu on the phone right now. <laughs> Solly, my boy, <laughs> just heard the cool, uh, just heard the end of fighters, huh? So, uh, oh no, it wasn't at the end of uh, what was it? Gotta eat, oh yeah, just heard the end of gotta eat. I do agree, shit does get greasy. <laughs> what also is greasy, LUPN, the final album. Well, I mean, you know, I've just been thinking about ah. <laughs> and that's how we got the next two, three years of Atlantic. Uh, the, the uh, I think that I think that needs to be something that is talked about a lot more. What's that? I think that is like that whole era of yeah, yeah, the fan base and going on live. As we're talking about a lot of blog era moments right now. Shout out to it's the real blog era still going on right now. Each and every week, I feel like that was one of the closest moments like you hear about it on forums ah the album's not getting supported so the shit gotta get pushed back a couple months guys fuck what the hell we gonna do but this was one of the more direct ones that that the artist themselves was like yeah guys this shit ain't uh this shit ain't happening i need y'all to go to atlantic the guy's name is leo cohen when you see him on the street smack the coffee out of his hand (laughs) and tell him lasers needs to drop right now and that was like a good two years of people going on blogs and i remember it even being posted in not right like picket fences outside of Atlantic saying, please drop lasers. And then lasers dropped. And everybody's like, man, this ain't shining down. Fuck. 
it was a totally different thing. But he went gold and he had like a massive hit on there. A mm-hmm. massive pop record on there with uh, the show goes on and um one that did all right too like an urban and rhythmic radio with uh, Trey Songs because he was of course like the the king of Atlantic at that or the prince of Atlantic at least at that point. Girl, I want you to know, boom, boom, I can't get out of my head, my head, my head. I can't get you out now. Girl, I want you to know, mm-hmm. I can't get you out of my my. And then, had, and then he had the rock bag. Uh, what, what was the name again? MDMA. Yeah, it was MDMA. Yeah, yeah. And then he had. Didn't he have a Skylar Gray song? That words I never said. I think it was too. How did that hook go? Oh, we were just talking about the Skylar Gray era. Yeah, Skylar Gray was a uh, industry plant. Industry plant. <laughs> <laughs> plant. 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 Um, how did that? As a damn, I don't remember how words I never said hook went. Uh, I've tried to scrub that, and I need a doctor out of my brain. So, oh, that's that's super easy. I'm about to lose my mind. <laughs> You've been going for so long. Dre on the table, just and Eminem like, nigga, come on, come on, wake up, nigga. <laughs> Jimmy, I'll be like, give us some more whey protein. Give us some more whey protein right now. Wake him up. Put the lights up. Put the lights up. Brighter, brighter. <laughs> Eminem, come on, nigga. We made my name is goddamn it. <laughs> We made guilty conscience. Wake the fuck up. <laughs> oh, my God. You just see, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> Hell yeah. And the, the lights just, the lights just be like, like, it's like it's a Marvel, like, like a Marvel film. <laughs> oh, my God. That is ridiculous. <laughs> see the lights coming back. The, the, the lights coming back to him. Huh. Oh. Come on, come on, Dre! The Bernie Hell yeah! I'm dying at the Bernie Mac. The chair is shaking. The ground is crumbling. I'm about to lose my mind. Because it started getting louder. It started getting louder when the hook came in. Right, right. Oh, my God. Skylar Gray. <laughs> She came with the beat like Friday currently does. Hello, is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hello, did I say that about Friday? I'm sorry. What's the best Skylar Gray hook, man? I'm gonna give you. I'm before we get out of here, cutters. I'm gonna give y'all some homework because we do have some homework leading into the May edition of Throwblacks. I'm gonna give y'all some homework. I'm just gonna let y'all know right now. Homework is due now. Don't think the bell. Don't, don't think the bell's ringing. You. What did they used to say? The the. The class is dismissed when I... What do they say? The class dismissed when I dismiss it or some shit like that? Not when I dismiss it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but Mr. Johnson, my bus outside. <laughs> you should have thought about that before you didn't start your five-paragraph essay, Bernard. Josh and I are, like, very much different in our opinion. So when you listen to the show, you'll hear him say one thing and I'll say something else. One of our big points of our show is that we want to be informative. We don't want to kind of hide the secrets. Like, we want to kind of give the secrets so other people can kind of do it and follow our blueprint, our blackprint. You know, when we started, we didn't know how many people were going to listen. And then when people started, you know, tuning in, we were like, this is really something that, that could go somewhere. Hey, Alexa, play Blackprint Radio on it. Now playing Blackprint Radio. There it goes. <laughs> So it's coming home. Better lies. I need a doctor. <laughs> New national anthem. Oh, words I never home, said. Right? It's coming home, isn't it? Because coming home has the most staying power, right? I think you got to go coming home, right? Yeah. Um, it's got to be coming home because coming home is played everywhere. 
Me personally, I kind of liked uh, Home of the Brave and Free. Free just to matter me. Stars are the beautiful. When Ti when Ti was talk, was talking about was talking about gun killings in America and shit like that. Ah uh, yeah, I, I think I know so that one. And a message and a message to my people. Stop waiting for somebody to come help us out. We on our own with this shit. We gotta we gotta make sure that we doing good. We gotta get them kids out the street. Like one of those like one of those Ti records. It's, it's us or else. It's us or them, homie. <laughs> Fuck is you doing? They ain't gonna help us out in this shit. Then there's that. Oh, wait, no, it was actually before that. I was gonna say that's a hilarious message to have right after. Buzzing out the bando. I got dreary loud like cantaloupe. That's right. I had nigga, I had to wake the niggas up real quick. They will listen to my shit like the youth do. <laughs> See, you know, I gotta have the 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 the, the perpetuity of the okay. dimensions <laughs> of having a record like a new national anthem, and then you give them something that they uh that the palate is used to the credenzas i should say mm-hmm. of something like a about the money and yeah i heard y'all say thug killed me on that shit did you ever think that was purpose for homie <laughs> that's from the heart that's from didn't the heart. you ever think i laid down for the three count homie <laughs> i did the job i did the job <laughs> i want to do the job i you know what i'm saying watch out i do the job I made niggas do the job and I did the job. Ain't that what makes a good wrestler? <laughs> Ain't that why we like John Cena? That's Ain't right. that why we like Shawn Michael? <laughs> I'm a Dusty Rhodes nigga myself. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I used to watch Channel 17 growing up. <laughs> now his son, I mean, I did fuck with Golda just a little bit. Don't get it twisted. Golda Carissa. Yeah, that's right. But Cody, you know, give him a decade. Hey, I tell you this. Give him a decade, he'll be main event at WrestleMania. Tell him the Big Kang said it, homie. <laughs> I said this in 2011. <laughs> yeah, he would be <laughs> on his part in 2013. Hey, y'all, I said this in 2011. WrestleMania was in Atlanta. I was back there with the rock, chopping shit. You know what I'm saying? Kicking shit. I said, hey, hey, Cody, I fuck with your daddy. 10 years from now, you're going to be on top. Oh, Clifford Harris. <laughs> you know, I do actually like a lot of paper trail. <laughs> and you know, I'm from the A. I was in the A listening to trap music. I was in the A listening to Urban Legend. I was in the A watching ATL. Tip, I salute you, brother. And I remember the quote that was so synonymous with what we are doing today in finishing the story, you said, Tip, this my daddy has. <laughs> and that's exactly how I feel about the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah! Oh, man. It looks like Cody might do somebody like Brooklyn and put him in a cast. Uh, I I tried to do a Kevin Patrick. I can't think of a Kevin Patrick. God damn it, I froze up. Nunu! <laughs> She's rich! <laughs> oh, KP, I just hope you won't be around next year, Marant. <laughs> Haven't you ever been to Buckhead, Kevin? We need to get you out more often. Wait a minute, the, the twins? The twins are still at the palace skating! <laughs> Man, KP, you have no swag. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, 
do you, what does he mean? What does he mean by got some cutty last night? <laughs> I'll explain it at 10 o'clock. <laughs> I'll, expl- I'll explain during the war zone. <laughs> Cutters! <laughs> Cutters, you got some goddamn homework, man. <laughs> this month, Throw Black's Diplomatic Immunity Disc 1, Disc 2 is going to be what we are covering on Throw Black's Killer. However, the five mixtapes that came before that, that is your homework. If you could somehow find Diplomats Volume 1 through 5, because A-plus and I would only not only not have the links, but not be able to provide it to you in private fashion in other forms of group chats and or discords. That's but if right. you can find it, by all means... That's five mixtapes. I don't know how well, you could probably listen to them pretty fast. Oh, you yeah. could probably listen to them pretty fast to prepare you. I think that's the best preparation possible. If you are not that big of a Diplomats fan, big, big shouts out to everybody that listened to Throwbacks of Get Rich or Die Trying and actually appreciated the album from a different perspective. Same thing with Deep in the Rap with our conversation with Rick Ross and Deep in the Rap in 09. You want some homework before we do Diplomatic Immunity? Diplomats Volume 1 through 5 is going to be something that is very, very important. And you also get one of the best series from DJ K Slay. There's going to be, as we brought up Summer Jam 2023, it's going to be a DJ K Slay tribute. I wish I was actually there to see it, but I'll be able to, I'm sure, enjoy it online. Hopefully, if you do find the tapes, if you do find the tapes, you'll be able to hear some of the best moments from DJ K-Slay as well. Then we're going to talk diplomatic immunity. So that's your homework. We'll see you in June from A-plus and myself. Hopefully you enjoy your Memorial Day, the kickoff to your summer. We will hear from you or we, uh, we will be with you specifically with a new episode of The Black Print next week and new recut within two weeks as your Patreon bonuses. Again, thank you so much for being a patron with us continuing to get these early of course as well and uh in due time we will see you soon so until then peace